This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 25th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Today, let's kick things off with our thanks to Peter Holt for sharing so much with us last week. That was really a much longer interview than usual, but that's just a function of how much Peter Holt has accomplished in his illustrious career and how long it took to share it. I simply couldn't have left any of that out. So, switching gears, life is getting really exciting for me as Zor Forum continues gaining traction and we continue our preparations to roll out our first groups. So if you're an emerging franchisor and wish to learn more about how to get on a waiting list to join one of our upcoming peer groups, simply visit zorforum.com. And if you're a seasoned franchising professional interested in obtaining information about how to become a Zorforum franchisee, hit the same website, zorforum.com, but click the tab for information about becoming a chair. Needless to say, the information provided here is not an offering for a franchise. An offering can only be made by franchise disclosure document. More about that can be found as well at Zorforum.com. Okay, enough said about that. Moving on to today's program, we are visited today by Jerry Henley, a guy who is respected and loved by all who know him and whose motto is, Scale to get better before you scale to get bigger. Jerry's mantra is that franchisor success is not only about systems, but that it is also about the soul of the people involved, and he deploys the only proven franchisor roadmap that shows you how to drive unit-level success across your entire franchise organization and its culture. Jerry believes that the success of the franchisee is what dictates the success of the franchisor. Thus, his launch-to-growth difference defines franchising done right. I'm back in two minutes or less with Jerry Henley. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, franchisors of restaurants, bars, grills, and taverns, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. Atmosphere TV wants to help you cut costs on overpriced cable TV for your business and either replace it completely or partially if sports programming is essential at your locations. What Atmosphere TV provides are 100% free programming options with nearly 50 channels of highly engaging and entertaining programming that is audio optional and guaranteed to please your customers and even increase their average ticket per visit. So here's how it works. Atmosphere hooks you up with an Apple TV HD receiver loaded with nearly 50 channels of fully licensed, no cost to you, fun and lifestyle programming. These channels include Chive and Red Bull TV, bloopers, superhuman feats, and an array of viewing options that don't require sound to be enjoyed. And this offer is not just limited to restaurants or bars. No, any business with a TV screen in its waiting room can benefit from Atmosphere's free programming offer as well. So what are you waiting for? Cut the cord on overpriced cable and get Atmosphere TV with its 100% free, engaging, and entertaining programming options. Keep your guests happy while they wait to see you. Instead of 
watching the clock and their wait times. Chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto repair shops, anyone with TVs in your waiting rooms, jump onto this amazing offer today. And if you text the word FRANCHISE to 474747, Atmosphere will waive the $100 setup fee for the Apple TV HD receiver that they'll ship to you as well at no cost. Atmosphere TV, changing the way businesses view television. Find them online at atmosphere.tv and remember, text FRANCHISE to 474747 for the no-charge Apple receiver. Cut the cord and get rid of cable today with Atmosphere TV. Jerry Henley coaches his clients on how to build a win-win franchise model, creating pathways for defining and aligning franchisee and franchisor success so that everyone achieves their goals. He believes in fostering a culture of accountability and coaches franchisors to develop trust with franchisees, ensuring lasting health and success of the franchise system. Jerry believes that success requires deploying systems that really work, and leveraging tools that provide a proven structure for scaling profitability across all areas of the franchise organization. He does so under the auspices of his business consultancy called Launch to Growth and employing the tools of a comprehensive system for franchising called System and Soul. And here he is to talk about it all. Jerry Henley, welcome to Franchise Today. Well, thank you, Stan. I'm very, very happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here. You've got a ton of stuff to talk about and a lot of experience that is uh, very topical and and very timely. So I'm looking forward to a great conversation, Jerry, and I'm going to ask you to start it the way we always ask our guests to, and that's to take us back to where, when, and how franchising discovered Jerry Henley. I always love that when you start off that way in the stories that you hear and and, uh, mine is the typical that, hey, it found me. I wasn't out looking to get into franchising, but in my previous life, I was involved in kitchen remodeling, kitchen cabinetry for most of my career and had a good friend of mine that owned a kitchen remodeling franchise system. Uh, he was a good friend and he had been struggling a lot with it. And this was back in about 2008, right before that one little recession that we had. So we got in to start helping him just as a favor. Then the recession hit and I was looking for some additional things to do. I have my own consultant business, focusing on the kitchen business, kitchen remodeling business. He had uh, had a tragic loss in his family. His son had actually passed away in a boating accident and unexpectedly, and he just wanted to get out and sell and he was with the recession. It was struggling and he didn't want to be in it anymore. And his son was going to take it over. And he came to me and said, can you help me? And I said, well, yeah, I got some extra time. Let's do this. And so that I didn't really, I knew franchising kind of, and but I got into it and I got bit by the bug. I loved it. And uh, I assisted him on getting the company cleaned up, ready to sell, which again, it was a tough thing during that recession. You know, I uh, started working with him and I found two guys that I knew that were looking to be absentee owners of a business. And I said, well, hey, I got something you might want to look at. And they did. They loved it. They bought it. And then they told me, they said, well, you talked us into this. We need you to stay and run it for us for a while. And so prayed through it, thought about it. And I said, yes, and became president of Kitchen Solvers. And that was my first entry into franchising. It was a trial by fire, education by fire experience. When you came in to help the friend of yours, was he franchising already at that point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had been in franchising a long time. I mean, he wasn't one of the first, but he was pretty close to it. So how large an organization was it when you came on board? He had about 
60 units. He had never really grown, but he did very well in what he had. He had about 60 units. He'd been in business for probably franchising for about 20 years at that point. So a lot of longevity, but he never really put the gas pedal all the way down to really get it huge. He was happy, complacent with where he was at with that. And what did you do to fast track your knowledge base? How did you learn all that you needed to learn about franchising to fast track into the CEO's seat or the COO seat or whatever seat it was he <laughs> occupied? Well, I, you know, I, throughout my career, I've always sought mentors, you know, and I know what I don't know sometimes, or I just don't know everything. I know that. So when I find myself in those situations, I seek out mentors. And early on, uh, as we, my first exposure to FDD land and having to do that, I was working with an attorney at Fagery, Baker Daniels at that time. And I got invited to one of their summits that I'm sure a lot of people know about. And I met a guy named John Francis. And I kind of liked him and started talking with him. And he was right close to me. He was in Minneapolis. We were in La Crosse, Wisconsin, which was maybe two hour drive apart from each other. And I said, boy, I really need a mentor. And it was funny. I laughed though. You know, John, at that time he was qualifying himself as a reluctant consultant, <laughs> you know? I, so I put the hard press on him and thankfully he did take me under his wings and I, you know, everything that I have accomplished in franchise and doing that, I do trace it back to that, but I've had a lot of wonderful mentors along the way. Keith Gerson, conversation with you. I mean, just, it's the thing about franchising. I mean, I just, tapped into that wonderful thing that everybody's willing to help and teach and guide. And, you know, I just took full advantage of it. The attorney at Fagery, was it the, the man himself? Was it Schnell? No, I was with, uh, I couldn't afford Brian, you know, so I was working with his associate, Donnell Karen, uh, and I love Donnell. Yeah. And, and I talked to Brian every once in a while if I had to, but, you know, struck up a good relationship with him as well. And the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Snell. You know? Well, the truth is, I mean, if you peel the onion all the way back, not that you shouldn't give credit where it's due to John Francis, but you wouldn't have met John had you not been invited to that summit. So Danelle is really the person who opened yeah. the door to you. Yeah. And so there you go. It's franchising, right? It's one and one equals 31. It's not linear. It's yeah. always quantum. Yeah. So what came next? Where to from there? Well, I enjoyed my time there for about five years and through every crisis is an opportunity. Same thing we're doing through the pandemic, right? Right now, back then it was the recession and did a great job, but I really started focusing on unit level performance and leading it the right way and learned a lot. And then I got about two years after I started Kitchstarvers, I went back to the summit and John Francis had a client uh, named Todd Hopkins, who is the CEO, founder of Office Pride Commercial Cleaning. And we met and realized, you know, we were both Christians and had a great conversation and really liked Todd. And he liked me. He pulled me aside and he said, hey, you know, I'm looking for a strong number two. I need a president or something in my organization. Would you be interested? And I said, well, let me pray about that. We'll talk about it. But so I turned him down originally. And man, was he persistent. I mean, for the next couple of years, he checked in every once in a while. And finally, he called me one day about three years later. And he says, you know, Jerry, he goes, I really still have been looking for this person. Every time I pray about it, your name comes up. He goes, would you just at least pray and consider it again? And I said, okay. So I did. And so I wasn't looking, you know, he had really put the hardcore press on me. And I said, yep, let's go. And, and, and I got to move from Wisconsin down to Florida, which was, that was a good thing in itself. Really? All um, by itself, that was an improvement, right? Yeah. Yeah. No more, uh, 
minus 20 degree windshield factors in my life. And so I made the jump through a lot of counseling and discernment with my mentors and people. And so, hey, this is a great opportunity. And I saw that it was, it was a great opportunity to take everything I had learned and accomplish through kitchen solvers and expand upon it at Office Pride. So, so before you move the needle forward, I wondered if you could help us with a bit of a recap on what the end days looked like before you made the move. So from kitchen solvers, when you came in with zero franchise experience and maybe 50 or 60 franchisees, what did the organization look like when you left? Well, I'll give you a, a step backwards on that before I tell you is that given that it was the recession, you know, it's just like the pandemic. If you weren't in good shape coming into it, you weren't going to make it through it. So unfortunately, my first year as president of Kitchen Solvers, I lost probably 40% of our franchisees. Just didn't make it. They just couldn't. And it was like a light switch. Businesses just turned off. But we regrouped and told the positive story and uh, ended up focusing on finding great new franchise partners. And we added about five in the first year that I was there and then rebuilt from there. So I think the biggest thing, biggest accomplishment is my whole story is totally focused on unit level performance. So I really fixated on the remaining, how can we make them the absolute best they can be? And we did that. And I'm also proud to say that Zach Nolte, my successor there at Kitchen Solvers, to continue that focus. Uh, so they're not like exploding on the scene, but they are steady Eddie on adding the right people with the right fit and getting great unit level performance. So it wasn't so much a quantity of I've exploded the franchise system mm -hmm. by so many numbers. It was a total focus on unit level performance. Which to me is a more important discipline and a better measurement of success. Yes. Yeah. Well, I truly believe that, that the only definition of franchise or success is the success of their franchisees. And that's, it's simply that. So then take us through the office pride here is what were early days like there for you and walk us through some of your milestones there. Well, I think to condense it, probably just to look at results, you know, later on, we'll talk about what I do now. But what I realized early on is that training, support and coaching has to be scalable. And a lot of times that's missed in franchising, especially the emerging brands. They don't know what they don't know. And Todd had been in business for 23 years when the time I got there, had about 120 franchise units, but very low unit level volume and, and not so good performance. So I just really focused on adding the bandwidth necessary to focus on unit level performance. About four years later, when I left to start Launch to Growth, when I went there, we had 120 units at about 23 million in system sales. When I left, we had 120. 30 units doing almost 60 million in sales. Sounds like something went right. Yeah. I, again, it was great. You know, everybody kept asking, why aren't you putting a pedal to the metal and adding a new franchise? We wanted to, but I switched it to really making sure they had the great fit with our mutual friend, Rebecca Monet at Zoracles. I was one of the early adapters of spot on assessments. And, mm -hmm. you know, we carried that into office, right? We just had to make sure we were bringing the right people in. So we quit bringing in a whole bunch and hoping a few did well. And that we said, hey, we're going to make sure that who we bring in and we're going to do everything in our power and have a high success rate of them meeting the success benchmarks early in their operations. So then what came along to change your life and help you decide that there was another chapter yet to be written that you weren't writing at Office Pride and put your sights on launch to growth as the next stage of shifting gears for Jerry Henley? Well, that was a very interesting journey.
property. We were growing quite rapidly. We probably had a staff of about 10 or 12 when I joined office. Probably when I left, it was probably getting close to 50. You know, how to add bandwidth and do that. So we were growing quite rapidly. So Todd and I had talked about it. And a couple of years before I left, we had implemented EOS Traction and phenomenal system, very popular in franchising. You know, a lot of people have used it. So we, as our corporate franchisor team, implemented that. We had a great coach, a strong mentor to me. I'm still involved with him. I just loved it. I mean, I saw what it did for our team. You know, Dan Sullivan, a great coach, a strategic coach, says, you know, talks about unique ability. And I started looking at what I was doing and how I was doing. And I really realized what I really loved to do, what my unique ability was coaching and people. And and I got really focused on that. And finally, I just said, you know, I think I want to do this for a living. And I went and talked to our, what's called an implementer of EOS. And I said, hey, Chris, I said, I really like this. I said, I want to do what you do. And he, he just laughed and he goes, well, you wouldn't be the first integrator is what we call them, the COO role. He goes, you wouldn't be the first that did that. And I said, okay. And I took my time and I counseled with it because I knew there was something there. And traction was great, did well for me utilizing tools, but not every franchise or especially emerging brand are ready for full on implementation. But what was missing is the stuff that goes along with fixing things. And so I had a lot of mentors again that I turned to and people I counseled with. I called at least 10 people I knew in franchise said, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Here's why. And running it past everybody. And I said, I'm not looking for cheerleaders here. I want to know your honest opinion. And I got it, but I still ended up being convinced that that was the right move for me. So I left Office Pride in very good hands and very good shape and decided to start a company called Launch to Growth. And Launch to Growth was what I called my whole unit level performance system. And I couple that with the EOS tools. And what the mystery was for everybody doing traction was how to take traction from the corporate leadership team down into their franchise management and doing that. And so I found a secret sauce for doing that and started that journey. And I've been very blessed since then. I love what I'm doing. I am in my unique ability. I'm in my passion zone. I'm loving every minute of it. You know, I have a select group of clients that I work with and I become part of their team, but also I'm their coach because a coach doesn't play in the game too much. That's my biggest challenge right now is about to go play in the game, you know, but keeping them just to be coached on how to do this. But uh, I hit upon a great formula if I can. Can I, can I speak to that? I'd be very quick about it. Yes, sure can. And we'll take that into a break and we'll come back and take it all apart much more deeply on the other okay. side of that break. So I just created something and we can come on the back side of the break. We have it uh, called unit level success ratio. And it was such a simple concept. I remember even calling John Francis and Keith Gearson and some others. And I said, you guys, you know what I've hit upon, it seems so simple. It scares me. That is so simple, but nobody's ever seen it. And they said, well, oftentimes that's the way it is. But yes, what you have is that strong. It's just that it is simple, but nobody's ever thought about it in these terms. And so that's what I've really dialed in on as uh, a complete operating system to ensure unit level performance. And notice I keep saying performance, not economics, because unit level economics is just measuring what happened in unit level performance. You know? We're talking with Jerry Henley. Jerry is a system and soul coach and the president of Launch to Growth. And we're going to dive into more of what he's all about when we come back from this break. We'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. 
We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And my conversation continues with Jerry Henley, system and soul coach and president of Launch to Growth. So Jerry, what are the differences between system and soul and the coaching side of your business and the Launch to Growth piece and help the audience understand how you stitch all of that together? Yeah, that's been an incredible journey. To give some background, I believe system and soul is different than EOS traction, similar, but traction on steroids. And in traction, EOS, it was such a rigid system, I couldn't really have the flexibility to do what I wanted to do in franchising because these type of management systems like Traction or System and Soul are great for single entity entrepreneurial companies. But when you layer in the franchise level, franchisee level, and that transference of knowledge and training and soul and everything else, it's a challenge. So I was searching on that and my mentor, Chris White, who's one of the co-founders of System and Soul, he created it and he got me involved. And he said, Jerry, I know you know the franchising industry. I know what to do here. Uh, you go take this to franchise franchising, you got it. And I said, okay. And so I'm heading up the system and soul for franchising. And it's been interesting. I mentioned before about the coach doesn't play in the game. And I was playing in the game a lot. I've added a couple of partners uh, under the launch to growth that focuses on the launch to growth side of things, which focuses on unit level performance, how to get there, how to help the teams build out their bandwidth, build out their teams, structure, training structure, et cetera. And I focus more on, I love the system and soul name because we focus a lot more on the soul of the company, the soul of the system, and how do we translate and take that transfer that soul all the way down to the frontline employees of the franchisee? And so I love doing that coaching. I get them set up. I help guide them. I help them build out their teams, build out their accountability charts to get to be able to support the franchisees the best way. And then launch to growth gets into the tactical how-to and, and support on training. One of my partners is a training director that is just training extraordinaire. We work a lot in that. We have launch to growth is a very specific thing. I think if we have a, a moment, I can give a quick synopsis of what that is. Okay. So launch to grow, like, it's like I stuck a, a stake in the ground at 12 months from the day a franchisee begins operations to 12 months later. What is the benchmark of success for profitability and sales going hand in hand? Now, pace up, not have sold that first year, but a pace up. And uh, I ask companies that now, and a lot of them don't have that identified. So identify it. And I said, okay, if you 
we're doing everything right to teach, train, coach, nurture your franchisees. And they did everything you asked them to do. So you were holding them accountable, which I find a lot of franchise systems don't know how to do. And you hold them accountable and they do everything that you say, what would be your success rate at the end of 12 months with people that you brought in? And a lot of them say 100%. And I said, well, no, that's not realistic. So we get, we settle on 75 to 80%. And then we go measure those. I said, well, okay, well, let's go into your system and let's measure those that have been in business for more than a year, how many of them are hitting those benchmarks. And that's where the aha moments come in. The first one I did was like 4.75%. It was like, oh, well, we got some work to do. And most of them I see it in the 25 to 30% range. And that, that struck me, uh, friends, that Franchise Business Review has a stat and all their data that one in 20 franchisees rate their training as poor or not adequate. Uh, I'm sorry, one in five, not one in five. One in five. Man. Yeah, That's one in five, 20%. 20%. And I said, oh my gosh. So what I do, I say, that gives us that unit level success ratio. And now we got a benchmark for operations to be focused on. What's our measurement? You know, everything on our business System, system and soul is about measuring and accountability. And it's like, okay, well, here's what I find. Emerging brands get going. They have a great concept. They do it and they think, okay, well, we just get other people doing this. I think that they go about it, but they don't know what it takes to teach other people what they did and coach them and nurture. They just think it's going to happen. And that's what I focus on is how do you take a franchisee from in your business model? We assess that, get that. I help you identify how do you get from opening day to 12 months later to your benchmark? How are we going to do that and put everything together to do that and utilizing system and soul tools to get that done. Well, it sounds like an amazing couple of puzzle pieces that when fit together are really very complimentary. How long does it take once the aha moment occurs, once that wake up call is registered as 26 or 28% or whatever that number is that needs to improve? What happens next and how quickly does it occur? Oh boy, you know, it depends on how bad the situation is. And unfortunately I get pulled in with a lot of my clients when it's bad. They've sold too many franchises. They've greatly expanded past their ability to train and support and nurture. So we're playing catch up. I got some customer I've been working with over 12 months and we're finally getting back to a great place. So it depends on how deep it is, how far in are they. But anybody listening to us, an emerging brand, I would encourage you. It's just like an attorney. It's better to spend money early on with an attorney to save a lot later. And like this, you know, the sooner that you can get this right, the better off you are. So it just depends, Dan. You know, like I said, I've, I've worked with some pretty severe cases, been a year, some that have been just some tweaking and we get it pretty fast. It just depends on what they have. Jerry, so from a franchise company size, is there anybody that's too small to be able to afford what you can do for them? No, no. I tailor everything. I, in fact, I just got back from a trip, talked to someone that's just beginning to franchise. They haven't even sold the first one, but they're doing everything right. And I just love these guys because they're doing everything right. And so they're really starting out right, but they're a very small team. And I tailor it to that. Listen, the difference between 30% success rate on bringing these people in and being at 75, there's a whole lot of royalties there. And everybody wants to think, well, how do I get the money I can't afford? And I said, well, you can't afford not to, but here's where you get the money. So it, it can build upon itself. It's one of those things, what's going to happen if you don't do it? So Jerry, we're at a place in the interview where I usually ask my guest, what if anything is left that I didn't ask that you wish I did? This is probably the first time I'm going to ask that question knowing the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So Jerry, this is going to air on Wednesday, the 20, what would that 
that be? 25th? 25th. So by the time we go to air next Wednesday, might some other exciting moment in your life have occurred? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know if you're familiar with this organization called Zorform, but I was hoping to be franchise number one, but I lost that position to John Francis. And I'm pleased to announce that given the confidence my friend Stan has in me, I'm going to be franchise number two with Zorform as a facilitator. And I'm very, very, very excited about that. I think it's just such a needed thing. I love it. I just love being able to do this and in a way be able to give back and contribute to franchise or success out there. So much like the coach that you've expressed the joy of being, yeah, you'll be very much the same here. How do you see this all tying together, Jerry, and the trilogy of things that you're going to be involved with counting us. But the Zorform thing, we're putting CEOs together of emer- early stage or emerging brands, how they're going to help each other, coaching through that. I, there's just so much power in that. I just see it tying all my talents and experiences that I've gained uh, in franchising, being able to get others there also. And I've already talked to some of my clients, some clients-to-be that are chomping at the bit to uh, be involved uh, in some of the peer groups. So uh, I just see it, it all ties together for me personally for my unique abilities. And again, it's a passion. So couldn't be a better fit. And I'm very happy to be a part of Zorform. Well, I speak for Graham Chapman and Dave Paskin, as I suggest, we feel exactly the same way, Jerry. And it's going to be fun having you on board and the synergies between you and John as first and second franchisees. And the three of us is just going to be a joy to work with. And the marriage of what you do now couldn't be in greater alignment with what we're going to accomplish together and pay it forward for those emerging Zors that are going to have some friends and some synergies that were otherwise difficult for them to find. Jerry, what about some contact info for those that may want to get in touch with you? Well, my website is launch to growth. That's to.com. My email is Jerry with a G. So it's G-E-R-R-Y at launch to growth.com. And my cell phone is 727-735-2725. Let's try the email address one more time because your voice wobbled. Okay. It's Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y at launchtogrowth.com. And that's two with the T-O, right? Correct. Excellent. Well, I'm not going to cheat you the opportunity to see if there's anything else that I didn't ask that you might wish I did. Any last thoughts? I don't know. I think you, as usual, cover it pretty good. I can't really think of anything else. And again, I'm really excited about Zorform, what we can all do with this. And I would just leave it with saying what I hope to is get a lot of these early stage emerging brands in a proactive state instead of a all crap reactive. What do we do now state? Get them started right the first time, not have to go back and I can rebuild, right? That's right. That's right. Jerry, looking so forward to working together as we collectively continue to grow and help others prosper in the business model of franchising that we all love so much. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Jerry Henley, system and soul coach, president of Launch to Growth and franchisee number two in the Zor Forum. Well, that's a wrap for today. Coming up next week, Ron Berger, CEO of Figaro's Pizza and Pizza Schmitza. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes. 